You're listening to The Only Constant, a podcast about active hope. In today's conversation, we spoke with Luther Peterson. Luther is a content creator who started in high school, first gaining traction with comedy and later integrating impactful life lessons into his work. He aims to influence millions through positive, diverse content. I mean, I still create comedy, but sometimes I do like real life scenarios or whatever. It's able to like help people or sometimes I can teach people about certain things that I've learned or just being like compassionate, uplifting people. Tell them, okay, don't give up. Like you're great. Anything is possible. Just giving positive messages. Aside from his work online, Luther is passionate about the performing arts and believes in the transformative power of expression. He also strives for a mindful lifestyle focused on health and well-being, finding peace and inspiration in the natural world. Hopefully, you find some hope today. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening, and thank you for coming on today. Really excited about this. Always. Let's start with your name and your pronouns. Uh, my name is Luther Peterson, Jr. Um, pronouns, just call me he, him. Okay, know. cool. I'm cool with that. Um, so before coming on today, you sent us a list of passions. Yeah. And number one on that list was content creation. That's something that you find yourself doing with a lot of your time. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit more about that and why you're passionate about it? I mean, I always knew when I was younger, like, I wanted to be something big. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be, like, basic. I wanted to have an impact on the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I went from dancing to, what did I, did I want to rap? I think I wanted to rap a little bit. And then I started creating content around like ninth or 10th grade and I noticed the influence I was having on people and this is like in today's society everybody is like always on social media and all that right so you can really change a lot of people with the words that you put out you know what I mean so I just began to fall in love with it and then I realized like okay I'm making people laugh I'm brightening someone's day you feel what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I'm able to teach people about certain things so i just began to love it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and this started ninth or tenth grade yeah wow i mean you can say dancing was because i was dancing in middle school or whatever but seriously content creating was ninth tenth grade bro and what's that process been like so far i mean it's been a lot of growth and i've learned a lot like mm-hmm. it was one point in time bro like people thought i was such a goofball at first, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to just, I enjoy making people laugh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Making people laugh is just, it's like people go through a lot in today's society. Mm-hmm. If you can make someone laugh, you can make their day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm big on that. And it was to the point where I wasn't so serious. And, you know, being called a goofball bothered me. Like, it, I was like, dang, bro, like, do they not take me serious? And then I, <laughs> like, it was to the point where I actually had to sit back and like, okay, let's look at the stuff I'm putting out. Mm. And I wasn't being serious. Like, like I wasn't being like so serious about it to where like I was teaching people certain things. I was just making them laugh. You know what I mean? Mm. So then I was able to do like self-reflection and it taught me to like, okay, you got to be serious at sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't be like a total goofball all the time. You got to be serious sometimes. And then as I started being serious and teaching people certain things, I don't people don't play with me like that anymore. You know what I mean? Hmm. So what <clears throat> was the content you were creating early on? And then after that, what's the content you're doing now? Well, the content I was it was more so like um straight comedy, bro. Okay. Like just something if you want to laugh, 
it's just something you'll go to just to laugh about. Like, you know what I mean? Like Literally. sketches or yeah. skits. Um, yeah. Using just like funny TikTok sounds or like just stuff like that in general. But now it's to the point where I mean I still create like um comedy, but sometimes I do like real life scenarios or whatever, and um, it's able to like help people or sometimes I can teach people about certain things that I've learned through content creating or like if it's dealing with anything, mental health, uh, health in general, like mm. it's just serious moments to or just being like compassionate and like um uplifting people tell them okay don't give up like you're great anything is possible just giving positive messages but i can still make people laugh but the serious moments to where like i can uplift people as well you know what i mean Mm. i really appreciate that because there is such an importance and weight on the words that we just like you said the words that you put out can make or break someone's day yeah you know and it's awesome that you had a shift from just being purely funny and being like are people taking me seriously and now it's almost like there's a bit more of a definitive positive goal like yeah. in mind and you mentioned a few times teach certain things to people that you've learned through content creation can mm-hmm. you give some examples of the things that you teach um or have taught well i've taught like um we can say like the people want you to um create a certain type of content like if you're funny they say okay go ahead be funny that's it you know what i mean but <laughs> i like to tell people like I don't know, bro. I don't want to just be so stuck on, like, one subject, bro, mm-hmm. to where it's just, like, you're, like, in this group and you just stay in that group. I feel like anything is possible. Like, I can do anything. You know what I mean? So I try to tell people, like, bro, like, don't just get so stuck on one thing. Like, try new things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And another thing is, like, when I teach um about content um creating, it's, like, um it's, like, on a spiritual level, like, to where... I, I teach people like, hey, bro, energy is like transferable, just like words can make someone's day. Mm. Like if you're around a negative person 24 seven, bro, you might that them they can affect your day because they're negative. Mm-hmm. If I'm around someone that's always goal driven, positive, it's going to make me want to do more. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm teaching people that type of stuff. And it's crazy because a lot of people don't know these things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't really think about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So. I'm able to like change like the environment around me by putting this out, bro. Mm. And it's actually like it's really amazing, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> Ted and I love that. <laughs> That's <laughs> coming to the end of it. Um, but it it really is so cool to see how that shift has been made. And yeah. I'm really glad that you acknowledge how much of an influence the people that you spend the most time with have on you. Yeah. You know, it's like I appreciate. I'll go ahead and gas Ted up right now. Ted is someone who is very positive he's also very funny but also we have our moments where we'll get serious we'll sit down and we'll talk about some serious stuff in life and we don't always agree on the things that like we're stating right but it's nice to be around people that give you the freedom to do so but um so far you've like mentioned like teaching things and so on but i i want to (laughs) know you before we started recording you said you woke up at like 6 30 today yeah that for number one is rare. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> feel, real, though. not for know, real. Though, yeah. It is, and then I just want to know. I feel like that's a good starter as to what the life of a content creator is like, specifically your life as a content creator, just in general. Well, I mean, it's a. It can bother you if like you care what people think, bro, or like you let comments affect you, because there are negative people in this world, bro. Like that will try to like 
bring you down or like you can't let certain things bother you when you're like content creating because i mean the audience is going to react in a good way or a bad way everybody's not going to like you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so when it comes to like um me content creating bro i try to stay humble about it and i don't like take all my comments serious i don't let them affect my day Mm-hmm. You know, if it's positive, yeah. But if I see something negative, okay, well, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you do read the comments? Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not all of them though. I just, I mean, I had one point it was like over twenty thousand comments. I was like, bro, I can't, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, but also yeah. like I, I know that some creators just like avoid the comments in general. We don't even really look at the ones we've gotten on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. I mean, I I do that, um, to see like what the audience my audience is into or the audience I that see. I'm attracting. Okay. Like, okay, how are they responding to this? Or how are they responding to that? Not everybody's going to like it, but if I can attract, like, a good majority, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm good. Now, what I was trying to get to before as well is, like, what your what's your, like, daily schedule, like, in terms of content creation? Like, is there something you got to keep? Well, yeah. Okay. I okay. mean, I have to post, like, I mean, I don't have to, but it's like a business when you're content creating, bro. You don't want to, like, lose your, your fan base. I've lost followers before, mm-hmm. you know, from not posting. Hmm. So if I post at least, like, three times a week, I'm good. It's like my schedule. I go to school, go to work right after. After I get off, create some content, <laughs> homework. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it? That's so straightforward. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really simple, but, I mean, it's it's a lot if you make it a lot. If you don't have, like, a certain balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's simple, but it's simple in the sense that all the things you're choosing to spend your time doing are yeah. very time intensive yeah. and require a lot of brain energy, yeah, frankly. Does, yeah. I mean, and I'm in terms of like, so when you're like, when you say you want to create content, mm-hmm. how do you know what kind of content you're going to be creating? You're going to be creating the day of. You know what I mean? Like, is there like yeah. a spreadsheet you got, like an Excel well, situation? <laughs> you got like a hundred days planned. I mean, what I do sometimes. I mean, I can be, um, if I'm at a red light or if I'm in class and an idea pops up in my head, I go to my notes. I put it in what I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, it's to the point where I'm creating these um, certain characters. I have another page to where I just use my voice. You know what I'm saying? And I'm to the point where I'm creating certain characters or certain parts of me, and I'm putting them how can I say it? Like I'm making them a character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what that is, it's just a personality. So I literally just go off of that personality and think of something and I've jotted in my notes or something just comes like off the dome. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're making this sound way too like streamlined and straightforward. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you serious? I can't I'm... buy into this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. This is awesome, man. And so I want to know where you see content creation taking you in the future. I see I see it taking me pretty far in all honesty, like to the point where I'm influencing on a very, very big level. Like because a lot of people and I'm not trying to gaslight myself, but it's like a lot of people are telling me, bro, like, you're on the right path, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes me think like, bro, I can do anything, bro, I can really influence millions. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's the goal. Mm-hmm. I don't even wanna set a limit, you know what I'm saying? But I want to influence millions, bro. Millions. Mm. So that in terms of your future and what that looks like quantitatively, that mm-hmm. it is millions of people being influenced to do what, though? Positivity, bro. Let's, okay. Let's spread peace. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, 
world peace is i don't think it may happen soon at all in all honesty but it really takes that one person taking a leap of faith to say something about this subject or that subject mm-hmm. to actually like make an impact on the world and then that person that's watching you they can make an impact on the world just because of what you said or what you did mm-hmm. so <clears throat> to you it sounds like you know you're not in the content creation game you're not trying to influence millions because that'll make you feel powerful i mean it will right but it's not for you yeah. necessarily it's to hopefully inspire a bunch of other people to do the same thing kind of yeah Mm. And that's like, it's like a chain. It's not just to be like, I want to be famous. Yeah. I feel like when you have like a certain amount of, um, we could say clout or support, I just feel like it's selfish not to to give game, you know, back to other people. It's just selfish. It's like, okay, you got all this. You can't take it with you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to put other people on, bro. We gotta change. We can change the world with content creating, bro. Literally. Mm. And so, I just think this is kind of an interesting. It's kind of an interesting like field because it's so of the times. Mm-hmm. But content creation, mm-hmm. literally, <clears throat> could kind of be anything. Like making a movie could be content creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying content creation, you're talking specifically about social media, like TikTok short form video or when you say content creation does it just include a bunch of different things that you make you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. but i would say a bunch of different things that i make okay mm-hmm. content creating can be anything okay literally mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so it's not just one no thing everything mm-hmm. bro so and this is kind of like when it comes to the types of content creators you touched on this before mm-hmm. um and how you met, just sticking on the positive side of things, um, you met someone who has like, I mean, Ted looked enough, he had like 85,000 plus followers or something, mm-hmm. but he remained very humble. Yeah. Like, and throughout his conversations and everything and his interactions with you and stuff like that. And you said that he had a positive impact on you or made a good impression on you. Yeah. So, and what what are what are the, like the differences that you see in some content creators, especially since you're in that field, you can speak to it personally. I mean, just for an example, like I know this, one guy like who's who takes con- it's serious he takes his content creating serious bro but it's more so like it's not always in a positive way and then mm-hmm. with him that i mentioned to you bro it's in a positive way mm-hmm. but it's it's different bro it like being humble is i mean sometimes you you have to be humble but with him being humble i would say it um it it kind of gave me like a, a sense of, I just say like enjoyment, like dang, bro, I didn't know like it was supposed to be like this because I know a couple other famous people who are like so cocky, you know what mm. I'm saying? It's cool to be cocky, but is it? <laughs> so, I mean, to a, I feel like I feel like to a, to a certain extent, it is cool to be cocky, mm-hmm. but this guy is like on some real humble stuff, like for real, mm. like, and I feel like with him being like. I was like, dang, like, you got all this clout, bro, and you not. You just, <laughs> you just cool with it, like, uh, like, like he's just like, uh. and and it it really does become like a career yeah. for these people. It is big and career. Yeah. Is it a sustainable career? Uh, Sorry if that's a loaded question for you. But if 
if you got it in you, you can okay sustain it. You know what I mean? But I mean, some people, like I said, some people let so much stuff bother them with content creator that they end up falling off, bro. Mm-hmm. Like literally. I mean, I seen people that fell off, mm-hmm. and just like, oh, I give up. Like, and plus, mm-hmm. some people just be talking anyway. Like, just be, <laughs> like literally, just be talking about it, not being about it. I can't. I don't. I can't stand that, bro. Dude, everybody. To your point, everybody's got great ideas, and as soon as you tell someone that you have like some sort of creative project or artistic mm-hmm. project, immediately they've got some advice for you, even though they've never done it themselves. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it, bro. Oh my gosh, I, I would never understand that, bro. Yeah, just go do it. Yeah, literally, like yeah. I even, bro, I got some, I know some people that literally would tell me their ideas. I'm like, man, that's that's great. That is good. Go with it. If you got the idea, you can do it. Period. That's mm-hmm. just how I think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because some people will consider that the hardest part, like cr- getting a good idea. Yeah. But, it, I mean, and just as part of the discussion, I mean, it is – people think it's hard to mm-hmm. do stuff, right? Like yeah. ha- getting an idea is one thing, but then when they have that idea, it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like depending on – you know what I mean? I just feel like you have to take steps to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like you mm-hmm. have to take steps to it. It's like – Let's see if I wanted to create a podcast and I was going out of like um, my house and I need to clean out a certain room. First step to it, clean out the room, bro. Make time to clean out that room and go from there. It's People make it so hard. Hmm. It's not hard. Because they look at everything that needs to yeah, be done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to take step by step, bro. Yeah. Step yeah. by step. That's just how I look at it. Mm. Okay, so when so segueing on to your second passion, um, so because we talked about content creation, and this is a different type of content, yeah. Um, but you take part in this, and you're not necessarily the person who is controlling the vision of this thing. Mm-hmm. You are taking part in the vision of someone. You're taking part in someone else's vision of a yeah. show, whether it be a theater performance or a film performance. Mm-hmm. And your second passion is performing in theater and film. I want to know why you are passionate about that, because it's almost like. It's interesting because it's still a creative cap that you have on, that you have on, but it's not a creator's cap that you have mm-hmm. on. So I'm wondering what that difference is for you. <sighs> Dang. So <laughs> I was, so I would say honestly, bro. Like me being what drove me to be passionate about acting. For one, like I said, I always wanted to be something big, and I couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I really, really just enjoyed how fun it was. How fun it is to just act jump into a whole nother personality and experience a different reality bro Hmm. it was it was exciting you know what i'm saying and then like um within today's society that i look at what also drove me to love it even more is like we see everybody's trying to do the same thing bro everybody trying to be the same person bro it's like every girl's trying to do hair nails lashes they're just trying to be the same thing but i realized everybody is different especially when i took that first acting class bro and I seen how many different personalities was in that room. I was like, no way. I was like, what? <laughs> that was my first time actually like seeing something like that. These people not afraid to be themselves. In today's society, every damn near everybody yeah. is scared to be themselves, bro. But when I was in that room, in that class, bro, and we're like doing like creative improv, we got scene work and like and everybody's just talking. Nobody's afraid to be themselves. They're they're like their own character, bro. Mm. And it was it's just exciting. And I just started to fall in love with acting because these are real people. They're not like everybody else, like robots and shit like that. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, they are them, themselves, bro. And I really, really enjoy it. It's like, 
heartfelt. It's like, dang, but this is like amazing, bro. That's why I feel like everybody should at least take an acting class to get out of that bottle or shell that they're in because it helped me get out of mine for sure because in in everyday life we definitely it's like when you get into an environment yeah with with doing acting or like improvising you really realize that everyday life is kind of just that way yes like we're improvising right now yeah you know and like (laughs) a big and, and just a big part of acting and anything like that is listening Mm-hmm. And it's like the same thing in real life. I don't know how to ex- ex- explain it too much better than that, but it's like no, I get you, bro. Mm. If you, I don't know. There's a way to be yourself more often, and yeah. it's like listening to other people, but also listening to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. And but that and that courage that you touched on, like in the classroom that you saw, like the courage to just be themselves. What's so interesting is that. Oftentimes, I feel like that's mistaken for being a goofball, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, Whereas bro. in reality, it's just like everybody's kind of a fucking goofball. For real, right? Though. Like yeah. they go home and they watch people who created content that makes them laugh their fucking ass off. But the, the entire day, they're just in classroom just being like, yeah, looking straight ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm normal, <laughs> right? For and sure then they yeah. let loose when they're looking at their phone, right? And then you're yeah. in a classroom, like when it comes to theater or acting, whatever it might be, and all of a sudden people are letting loose without a screen near them, which is awesome. And it's I love amazing. to hear that. So it seems like that courage encouraged you mm-hmm. and like made you kind of do the same. It did, yeah. Okay, so when it, when it comes to being on the stage, what do you love most about it? Besides the people, because obviously that was a great way to start, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you started with the fact that it was the people that kind of drove you to love it. But what about being a performer really makes you passionate? Really just show, making an impact, showing off my talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, where I come from, people don't do this, bro. I'm just keeping a buck. Like, people don't do this. Where are you from? Well, I mean, like, well, I'm from naturally from D.C., Oh, okay. But not like like a really, really nice like neighborhood and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, um a lot of I have a lot of relatives that aren't really successful, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So me just making an impact. And then like acting, period. Like being on like the stage, bro, to show off my talent, bro, it's just an amazing feeling to me. Mm. Really, just an amazing feeling. A lot of people said, Oh, you can't do this or you need to do that. It just like proving them wrong bro like i can do anything you know what i'm saying damn right yeah but that's that's that i yes i do and it 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 seems like i'm i'm really glad that you don't shy away from the fact that it makes you feel good to perform Mm -hmm. because i feel like there are so many performers who are out there they're like i do it for the experience of enriching someone else's life (laughs) you know what i mean but i think that can happen for sure But it's like ultimately it feels good to perform because you get some attention exactly it's the right and it's i'm just glad that you don't shy away from that because Mm -hmm. it is interesting how we're in this like falsely altruistic period in time where it seems like everybody's supposed to or everybody's saying they're helping the people around them mm-hmm. but in reality it's like we also need to pay attention to the fact that we are the center of our own universe right and yeah. and just like we were talking about how you can almost take the different parts of yourself and create characters out of them mm-hmm. and like form narratives out of those characters i feel like the same thing can be done with real life except just like finding out what 
you actually are. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, So when it comes to performing versus the stage and film, Mm -hmm. what are the differences that you found? Because you just recently did a film, you said, with MST. Okay. Um, Being on set is a long time. Like, (laughs) bro, like, I was on set for like 16 hours, bro. Like, Uh, it's it's a very long time. And then um, on top of that, you can make a mistake in film, and you can just redo the cut. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in theater, bro, messing up, you got to know some improv, bro. Facts. You have to know some improv. Like, And then, like, getting a direct um, a direct reaction from the audience. Like, it's just it's just amazing, bro, to how people engage in, like, what you're doing through the audience. It, it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when it comes to film, I mean, it's fun and all. But I feel like with acting, like, ah, it's so much easier to, like, like, not improv, but... I think I know what you're saying. Being on stage is, like, you're in the moment with everybody. Yes, yes. And it's just, you're feeding off of each other. Film, it's kind of like, you got to do your own, you got to figure it out for yourself. For sure, though, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's it's a good experience. It's just... It's two different worlds, bro. To me, it's two yeah. different worlds. Well, that's so interesting, though, because you feel I feel like you spend so much time in front of a camera as it is. Yeah. Because of what you do. That's true, yeah. But it's interesting, like, the difference in setting, you almost, you have, a, I can tell, there's, like, a physical difference in the way you're reacting when it comes to content creation and film acting. Mm-hmm. But when we originally started talking about it before we started recording, you were thinking maybe it's, like, a 50-50, like, you love the stage and you love film. So I'm curious, what's, why are you passionate about film? Well, pa- well, I create. I've started to develop a passion for film okay. since I've been doing it since like a, like a youngster, 10th, okay, eleventh grade, right? Gotcha. After that, just like it's different from when I'm creating my own content than when I go like and do a film because I know exactly how I'm supposed to act, how I want to act, but mm. sometimes it's a little more difficult when the director is telling you, "No, you need to act like this." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's it's. It's easier when I'm creating my own content because I can do whatever I want, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so much difficult than being told, you need to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, why don't we take a break there? I'm down. And we'll be right back. Sounds good. We'd like to take a second to shout out our monthly patrons. Thank you to Aaron B, Christina S, Corbin G, Dan W, Mimi S, Kareem A, and Luciano B for their continuous support of the podcast. Everything we do on this show wouldn't be possible without the generous support of listeners like you. Consider joining us on Patreon, where for just $1 a month, you can support the podcast and help us even more in the conversation about Active Hope. Now, back to the episode. Hello, everyone. Open up the second half with your passion for health. Mm-hmm. And now that is a broad statement, like yeah. health in general, but I want to know in what ways you're passionate about health. Well, I would say um, I'm passionate about health when learning about the body and like different things. Um, for an example, let's say purified spring water, right? People say water is water. Hmm. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been doing research and it's not. You know, so I like to, um, when getting into health, 
I'm into like um, different things that we eat and what that does for our body. And then just in general, like how our, how our body reacts to certain things. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I want to. I don't want to segue past the whole water thing just yet. Yeah. What's the difference <laughs> between okay, okay. spring and purified? Okay, when we talk about um, purified water, right? Uh-huh. Let's just say it's water that goes through something called reverse osmosis, right? Okay. So this filters everything out of the water, everything, to where it's almost like, I can say, probably like distilled, where they just steam. That's just steamed water. Mm-hmm. There's no value to it but when purified water it's just water that goes through a filter reverse osmosis straight water and they put synthetic minerals in it right hmm yeah and spring water is naturally from a spring that gets its minerals from like the rocks or stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so with purified water it's it's acidic it's acidic mm. um I've seen the pH test and all. It's acidic. When spring water is, it's a better option because it still has its natural minerals, not synthetic. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that has a better effect on the body. Okay. Okay. I'm glad I asked about that then because you were talking about how you're paying attention to the things that are going in and the effect that it has. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the other things you're uh, focusing on? Well, I would say um, I'm big on like ingredients. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know that I'm vegan, right? Now I do. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I pay attention to like ingredients, bro. You'll be surprised to like, if you like, let's say you have a pack of ramen noodles or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at the ingredients on it. And I would say, look at the one, the ingredient that you cannot pronounce and look up the side effects on it. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it got me like, it really hit me like, it's no way, bro. <laughs> like, and it's crazy because people actually, they know a little bit about um, these things. Um, like they know, okay, you shouldn't eat too much of this because it's not good for you. Or you shouldn't do that because it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. But we don't really pay attention to like ingredients, bro. And like a lot of symptoms and the reason people are going to the doctor is because of the stuff that we're eating that's taking effect on our body, bro. Mm-hmm. And I believe people suffer from that and suffer from the lack of knowledge that we have on these things. Mm. So it's actually wild. So when it comes to being a vegan, mm-hmm. I know, for example, like Oreos are vegan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you could be a vegan and only eat Oreos if you really wanted to. Obviously, that's not what you do. But I'm curious as to how you approach being a vegan then. Well, I would. Because there's like, there's, uh, sorry, there's holistic, um, mm-hmm. like plant based vegans or Whole Foods plant based vegans, um, is what I was trying to say. And like, you know how like there's like different routes to take, basically. Go ahead. Well, I mean, with me, um, I'm big on like, fruits and like vegetables and stuff like that okay i mean i'd go i'm with like either or but not like going crazy on straight like plant-based stuff okay because i mean those same thing those have certain ingredients that just aren't for you bro that can have Mm. an effect on you i mean plant-based sometimes is a better option for some people but it will still have similar ingredients that can have an effect on you so i'm just big on like organic like fruits and vegetables i do some plant-based stuff so you do do whole foods yeah it's just the straight up okay okay cool Mm -hmm. so it's like you don't really you stay away from like synthetic vegan things yeah okay gotcha i don't know why i put vegan in air quotes it's still vegan (laughs) but okay so that's that's in terms of your diet Mm -hmm. and then what about like is there anything else in terms of health I mean, I just, the, I, by the way, the reason I started out 
previously in like the first half. I was like, being a content creator, you just previously mentioned you woke up at 6.30. Mm-hmm. You stated that you woke up at 6.30, and I was like, what time do you go to bed uh, before we started recording? And you were like, yeah, 9.30, 10, maybe 11, right? Yeah. That is so rare, but it's so healthy, like truthfully. And even you even said yourself, the earlier you wake up, the longer your day is. It's true, yeah. But especially for people our age, I'm not even going to go out on a limb here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's a fact yeah. <laughs> that people do not, for the most part, mm-hmm. wake up early and go to bed early. You know, that's true. That's yeah. a huge part of your health. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm gonna go ahead and speak for you, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, talk about that, please. Um, getting up early, bro, for me, it's I don't know, I have I have a lot more energy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like a lot more stuff I can fit in my day. And then when it comes to like, um, me deal like when I put health into that, bro, like this may sound crazy, but I don't eat anything until 12, bro. Oh, you fa- you intermittent fast as well. Yeah, like fasting is a big part of my health, and I've been doing so much research on fasting. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The first thing I'll put in my body um, after I break my fast at 12, it's going to be fruit, bro. Straight up. It's going to be fruit. And then um, if I am to drink something, it'll be some herbal tea. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Straight up. Wow. And I'm seeing different changes, like, in my body. It's just, like, crazy. When it comes to, like, health, someone told me, like, if you – fast to this time or this time your body would go into a detoxing state or whatever and i was like you know what instead of just doing some research on it let me try it bro i do the same thing i intermittent fast most of the time yeah and like i just went on a vacation so i didn't really do it mm-hmm. <laughs> three but, weeks in europe will do that too <laughs> yeah but um i feel the same way like mm-hmm. i really committed to intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. during the week i wake up at like seven i go to the gym in the morning yeah first thing and i've seen people say like oh it's not a good idea to go to the gym on an empty stomach or blah 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 but it's actually like in my experience fasting makes me feel really really it's way energized in the it's morning way better, it's wild mm. how it happens and then your body adapts to it and it makes me feel like i i don't wake up bloated mm-hmm. I, I wake up super like i feel really light does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing I can um, add on to that, and what you said, they say, oh, it's not a good thing. I actually, um, don't quote me on this because I haven't done any research on it, but I can say it's, uh, with me studying, I've also been studying the body, mm. or whatever, and it's actually a better thing to work out on an empty stomach because you got to think about it. If you eat, bro, and then you go work out, you got to think about it, bro. The blood flow and all that is not going to be as, as better as it would. Mm-hmm. you're stopping you, the digestive system yeah you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like your body's trying to do so much if you don't eat bro your body can focus on mm-hmm. like you exercising bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's also using directly like the energy that was you intake energy and if you're gonna go work out it's gonna use that energy rather than the reserves of energy you already have in your body so mm-hmm. if people are trying to burn fat ideally that's what you're doing right if you want to work out on an empty stomach most likely it's going to target those things yeah, um, right. but i also feel like just in terms of intermittent fasting, it also, in terms of my experience, has helped with portion control and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I eat, I can't eat nearly as much as I used to in one setting. That's good, though. There's no, And I'm the same body weight. Like, my yeah. body has, to, to your point, I completely agree. There has been some very wonderful health uh, effects from switching to 
I'm not a vegan, <laughs> but but intermittent yeah. fasting is because I haven't eaten yet today. For example, I'll probably break out a breakfast shake. Same, bro. You know exactly, yeah. but I'm fine, right? Yeah, yeah we're chilling. Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, straight up. Any other sphere of health you want to touch on? We've talked about diet, um, sleep. Yeah, sleep is very important. Mm-hmm. Part of like um, when it comes to health, bro. A lot of people are sleep deprived, bro, and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, like people don't actually like. I would say when if you eat like let's say if you eat at two a.m., you get up two a.m. You eat, you stay up to four, go to bed, get up around like ten. To me, that's 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 not good, bro. Because first off, um, when you go to sleep, after you go to sleep, you shouldn't eat anything until you actually get up mm. earlier in the day. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your body has to go through that fast, bro. That's the whole point of sleeping, bro. Mm. Your body has to go through that fast, and that's why we go to sleep for like eight hours. You know what I'm saying? Mm. body's working mm. in that process and to just eat at like 2 3 a.m i mean i'm i've done it a while ago like you know before i was like on this path that i'm on now mm-hmm. and i can see a big difference bro mm. like i would wake up bloated like stomach curtain like nah, it's not it's not a good thing bro and then like not sleeping bro like it really affects your day like, it'll really mess up your day. You will be looking crazy if you don't go to sleep. <laughs> like, for real. You'll be looking crazy. Your body's like, F you, bro. Like, go lay down. Like, straight up. I took a power nap yesterday for 20 minutes, and it changed my life. Yeah, it was I'm awesome. telling you. And by the way, earlier when you said, uh, it was a couple minutes ago, when you said, um, it's not a good thing, go to bed late, wake up at 10, and, you know, you're eating right whenever. I was like, next time, at me. <laughs> okay? Um, but, okay, so last passion I want to touch on, because... It seems like you're a healthy individual. I have a cool segue for this. Yes, Ted. Because we're going to talk about nature. We're going to talk about animals. Mm -hmm. And something I think about a lot when I watch pets and stuff. Yeah. Pets sleep a lot. Like Mm -hmm. animals sleep a lot. Granted, bored. They don't have to do the same (laughs) stuff as us. Mm -hmm. So there's not that many other things to do. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is like, very rarely is an animal going to be sleep deprived unless people are experimenting and making that yeah, happen. Bro. Animal life is so simple. Like animals know what to do and we know what to do. We're animals, mm-hmm. but we just like have all these things that distract us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just going from the sleeping thing to the animals and nature, you are passionate about that stuff. Yeah. In what way? Well, I would say just, loving animals since i can remember bro like i'm talking like before i even got into like elementary school i'm not just gonna say oh i was a person i used to like climb trees and grab lizards and all that like no bro like my aunt worked (laughs) at a um museum and like there were so many animals there i don't know why but i was so like i wasn't afraid of them or nothing bro i'm talking like i'm holding uh um i think it was a what was it a ball python probably or something oh like that. god snakes bro i listen bro it is just like it was crazy because i'm touching all these animals bro and i'm like animals are so peaceful i don't know something just draws me to animals bro hmm. you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just something that i've developed since i was a kid and like every time i see an animal i just like it's just amazing they're so peaceful they're not their life is so simple you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like their life is not complicated and so much th- like ours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I want to add on like to what you said, like animals sleep all day. And what I recently like discovered, bro, like because I'm around like not like dogs and cats, like on a daily, like 
I'm around like horses, cows, bulls, mm. peacocks, chickens, all of that. What? Yeah. Literally. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah. On a daily. You know what I'm saying? So. Is that your job or something? Nah, it's actually like um. My godfather. Okay. He um, I feed his animals and I'm around them. Okay. Twenty four seven. Yeah. And That's like, awesome. What I've noticed, bro, is just like, they don't sleep as much as like cats and dogs, bro. They sleep, but they rarely. I've noticed like they don't really sleep like that. Like, for, like, the horses, like, I've really, really noticed that. Bro, like, I go out there probably, like, okay, let's say 5 a.m. They're up. Like, they're mm. they're up. Like, wow. Like, literally, it's it's crazy. So, I'm just like, dang, bro. Roosters get up. They be up 4 in the morning, bro. Yeah. Yeah, just up. They not going to sleep during the day either. Like, for real. It's, like, it's wild, bro. Hmm. So, different animals are, like, are like different. They're, mm-hmm. like, they're different. And it really does, I think you're touching on a great point, though, and how... Our circadian rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. That's circadian what it's called. Rhythm, yeah. um, I sounded smart for a second. That was cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but that rhythm was dictated by the rising and setting of the sun yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as it got dark, it's like, well, can't do anything else. <laughs> so I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wait for the sun to go up. And usually, depending on, well, depending on the part of the world you're in and all that fun stuff, that's happening around 435, 536, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, in our bodies were attuned to the world around them. Yeah. I feel like animals don't have a choice in that sense. It's like, well, I'm living outside, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that but to your point though, indoor domesticated animals, for example, my cat, I've trained him to where when I get in my bed at night, he's not making another sound. And he's not gonna make another sound until I stir when my alarm goes off in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's when he gets, because he sleeps with me the whole night. Yeah. Like, we're talking the fluffiest, cutest ball of amazingness, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For eight hours. Yeah. But then my alarm goes off, and that's when he stirs and he stretches. So it's crazy how he, rather than the sun dictating his rhythm, mm-hmm. it's me dictating his rhythm because I am the person he's dependent on. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing that we're kind of highlighting on here. Yeah, it's so. like... Uh, ideally, may- maybe the horses are getting up because they know you're coming out at 5 a.m. to feed them. <laughs> Could be, bro. Could be. Like, yeah. Could be. <laughs> Is there anything else so far like that we've talked about when it comes to nature and animals that you still want to touch on? Your love for them, your passion about them. Well, I would say, to me, since I, like, loved animals, like, since I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, I began to, like, drift away from it when I started getting around, like, different like content creators or whatever and i started doing what they were doing you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying i don't like that i did that but i noticed i started to like drift away from it and i wasn't as happy as i was you know so as i started to come back and like spend more time around the animals and like do what i actually love to do be in nature like just chilling it's so peaceful bro it's like we're meant to love nature it's just mm-hmm. there it's reasons why people love sunsets love mm-hmm. like the beach or like trees and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like different animals so for me it was like it's therapy to me you know what i mean if i'm having, if i'm having a bad day i go out there and i just chill i have no stress no worries no nothing i'm able to be stress-free i don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. i'm chilling bro it's like therapy to me you know it's first of all that's beautiful <laughs> and second of all it's so interesting to see the contrast of the thing you spend like in terms of content creation and spending all that time and mm-hmm. all the amount of people that you influence. And then in contrast to that, the amount of time that you spent um, or that you spend completely solitary. Mm-hmm. Like I, f- 
from the things that you've told me so far, you're kind of alone a lot in like a good way. Yeah. Is that true or am I wrong? I in mean, saying now that? it is. I mean, I recently like moved out, so like, yeah, okay. now I am, and it's it's a lot more peaceful, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't have to deal with certain things that I used to have to deal with, and it's a it's an amazing feeling. Like what things? Like even like, bro, I moved out of my, my mom's crib, right? So mm-hmm. just like hearing her complain about certain things, I don't, <laughs> hear, I don't have to hear that. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I can wake up just like, ah, oh. like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's like it, it's a good feeling, and then not having to like deal with certain like people or like just being around like you know stuff that I don't want to be around. The negativity you yeah, were talking about, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a really it's a really good feeling, bro. I mean, mm. I'm chilling. Like I be, I'm chilling. Like I'm focused and all, bro. I'm more focused and all. Like being like alone, like in your own space, it like it pushes you to do more. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I can't just sit there. I'm bored. Nah, I just I gotta do something. Like I, I just can't sit there. Like when I was in my mom's crib, I have a source of like entertainment. Like I can go mess with a sibling or like talk to them. Or, like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But now in my own space, I find something else to do. For mm-hmm. sure, I completely agree. I'm yeah. glad you touched on that. Um, Ted, all right. Well, we've made it to the end of the episode. So the most important question is. What's something that you do mm-hmm. on the regular that brings some positivity and hope into the world? Obviously, your content creation does, mm-hmm. but what's some, you know, what's some stuff you do that brings some positivity? How does it change the world around you? Yes. Oh, well, let's, we can dive into nature and health with that, bro. Like, okay. Um, just like I said, like, when I got into, like, the health and stuff, I've also been studying, like, certain herbs and stuff. And I got a lot of friends that are like um, smokers or whatever. I'm able to like change the world around me because it's to the point where since I made that step to make a change or take that leap of faith, it's to the point where, okay, they're coming to me. They're asking me, oh, what can I do to cleanse my lungs, bro? Like, what can I do for this and that? Like, is this good for me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or when I talk about like nature and animals, bro, and I'm telling them how peaceful it is, bro. It's just me talking about it. Or if I can, I can record a video and like put it in my content to show them how peaceful like animals or just nature is i'm able to change the world around me to show others to make them like okay i want to do that you know what i'm saying make an impact i'm Mm -hmm. able to make an impact with that Mm -hmm. so it's it's a good feeling bro Hmm. a really good feeling thanks so much for coming on today man this was great dude seriously give me a crisp one (laughs) boom um like i am so so thankful for the fact that you devote so much time to Mm. positively impacting those around you because there's a lot of room to not so i appreciate you taking the time to (laughs) always bro for those of you listening that was luther peterson jr and hopefully you found some hope today Thanks for listening to The Only Constant. We show how people use their passions to change the world around them every day. To learn more about our mission, visit OnlyConstantPodcast.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at OnlyConstantPodcast to see even more and stay updated with the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Spotify, leaving a review or rating for the podcast helps us learn what's working and what's not. We value your feedback. Hopefully, you found some hope today.